you're tired of the standard business and marketing fundamentals, frameworks, and funnels, <laughs> you need a little mischief. Get ready to turn up the volume on the CEO Mischief Maker podcast, where you access conversations with seasoned business owners who have smashed through mindset barriers, innovated the standard boring business and marketing playbooks, and executed future-paced strategies with bleeding-edge tools and tactics to micro-fail their way into massive success and growth. We are Mindset Impact Strategic Catalysts, helping innovative entrepreneurs focus. We are CEO Mischief Makers. Ready to make a little mischief? Look, we all know that video is the pinnacle of inbound lead generation. All the platforms are prioritizing for video content, and there's no sign of that slowing down. But the problem is, where do you start? How can we quickly and effectively translate our content into a video format? What's the best gear? How does this not become a time suck? (laughs) All right, Cameron has created a quick course called the Content Creation Crash Course. It's the easiest way to start creating vertical videos. In it, you will generate at least 27 pieces of content and create systems for turning out more high-quality content every single month. You will also learn how to properly shoot and edit videos using just your smartphone, plus time-saving tips so you're not wasting your life creating content day in and day out. Get the crash course at callmemkj.com slash cam. That's callmemkj.com slash C-A-M. Hey, hey, welcome back, Mischief Makers. MKJ here and my incredible guest, Cameron King. Cameron, how you doing? Good. I'm good. I'm great. Yeah. Isn't it fun? We get to chat about really interesting things and open up our hearts and let millions of people we've never met listen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, millions. Don't freak me out. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. So... <laughs> We talked about mindset and in order to, if you're listening to this episode and you have not listened to Monday's episode, you need to go back and listen because it sets the stage. And Cameron and I have quite a few similarities in some of our previous mindset shifts that we've had to to make. So let's take it the next step and take where you are now and what you're doing now and how you are impacting people, impacting businesses and how you're innovating your process. So let's start with impact. Who who do you serve? Who do you want to help tell stories through video? Yeah. So, I mean, for the past 15, 16, 17 years, I've been serving agencies and brands. So, you know, just to drop a few names, because it's, I like to pat myself on the back sometimes, they're major good accomplishments. I work for brands like Volkswagen, Google, Facebook, Twitter, you know, a lot of the big guys with big budgets. It was fun. It's awesome. And recently I've, you know, been doing a lot of reflective work and all the inner stuff that people do when they get about my age, I guess, and just trying to figure out, you know, what it is, what's next in the season. I've kind of reached a point where it's it's kind of twofold, but I felt like it was, I needed to change some things business-wise to sort of transform with the market, right? And also personally to be in more of a to not only like be in my zone of genius, but also use that zone of genius to serve the folks that I enjoy serving. So now I'm starting to transition from this agency side of the world, the commercial side of the world to help out other entrepreneurs, 
whether it be you know coaches, other creatives, other people who are just trying to make their mark on the world. Basically, I want to help people that help people. And so going from you know helping companies that sell widgets, sell things, sell consumer items, I want to help people that sell different ways of thinking, different ways of of living your life, you know, because that's what I love to do in my spare time. My wife is always like, why are you working in your spare time? Why are you reading all these self-improvement books in your spare time? I was like, I just really enjoy it. You know, like it's just, it's enjoyable to me. And so for me to bring that into my zone of genius and my expertise to help those people tell their story and get their story out there to help more people, it's kind of like, you know, I'm just one person helping out the one person that helps out a hundred thousand people. That's kind of how I look at it. Yes. Yes. I, I get that impact because I agree with you. I'm writing that exact same impact, but the, the, the way you structure your service, your storytelling, is it different between the corporates selling the widgets and the coaches trying to help people change their way of thinking? Is your storytelling process different between those two groups of of clients? I mean, yes and no. Yes, in the way that we're going from sort of a big corporate brand, right, to a person, usually. And then even so, you can arguably say that a lot of these brands are going more towards personal branding, but it really is personal branding and trying to get. So the thing with, you know, the big thing with big brands is, is finding what makes you different, right? There's tons of cars out there tons of manufacturers, but how can we make ourselves stand out from the competition? It's all about standing out. It's all about differentiating yourself. And so they have different features, like some cars are fancy, some cars are for the lower end, some cars have hatchbacks to, to fit in with the cool kids, whatever that is that makes them stand out for two particular audiences. The same thing goes with personal branding. It's all about you and what you present. You might teach the same exact thing as someone else. But the way you present it and the way you tell it and the way that you come across in your story is what differentiates you. So that's really the story we're trying to help others tell is like, how can we pull out your difference? How can we pull out you to make you stand out to the people that really need to find you? But on a basic level, it's still storytelling, right? It's, it's problem solution. You have a problem and we're going to give you a solution. And that's the basic storytelling framework that we use. To help folks do that, it's just you know a matter of finding it in your own words. That's it. That is exactly what you just explained is the innovation piece of this process for me. Because no matter what, even if you set up your camera in the exact same positioning to the person and with the exact same framing and the exact same focus angles and all those things, even if you set up that process exactly the same, for each client, whether it's a Google or whether it's a, a coach, which I don't think you do, <laughs> right? I mean, you're going to add that angle of, or that, that flavor of whomever's story you're actually telling. And so mm -hmm. that is innovation. Yes, it's shooting a story. Yes, it's using video, but you're doing it in a way that maximizes the experience, the strengths, and the uniqueness of the particular person that you are shooting or you are helping tell the story. So in that sense, I imagine that a corporate brand, if you're trying to do a video, is very different 
than an individual. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I would say so overall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because sure. a, you know, if, you're, if you're shooting a car, it's a thing. Even if there's a person there, it's still a thing. And you're talking about what the thing does or how the thing is different. But with a person, there really is a human behind that. And there is a, an experience or a tragedy or a trauma or a triumph or whatever it is yeah. that you are trying to showcase. Exactly. Yeah. And just to double down on that, it, you know, we've all heard of the thousand true fans and things like that, right? We, we're moving from this world of like, you know, let's say it is a car commercial, you know, you, you broadcast one commercial to millions of people on Super Bowl Sunday. Well, now you're broadcasting, if you're a personal brand, you're broadcasting a series of videos to, you know, a thousand to a couple hundred thousand people over the span of time to really tell your story and to get people to, to know and trust you. It's a different form of marketing. It's a different way of thinking about marketing, but it's still storytelling. And you're really still trying to connect with the right people. And you do that through your story. So for instance, we talked about in the first part, I come from a blue collar background, just like, just like you do. And not everybody's going to resonate with that. You know what I mean? And that's fine. But using that part of my story, there is somebody out there who's just like me, who's a 38-year-old white dude <laughs> who wants to grow on organic social media, who resonates with that story because he went through the same experience and he'll hit me up in the DMs and be like, hey, man, we have a lot of in common. Let's chat. So, and that's how marketing is done a lot these days. Yes. And it's okay. I have mm-hmm. people in my audience from all different backgrounds. So whatever yes. it is in my story, it resonates with them. And I haven't pinpointed what that is. To be honest with you, I have no idea what it is. I just, mm-hmm. I just talk like I talk. Um, but they're all different backgrounds from all different countries. Really half of the people in my audience are in Europe and Australia and the Near East. And, and half of the people in my audience are from the US and, and from varying ages, varying experience levels, varying backgrounds, varying marriage and, and family types. There's something, and I may have to have you help me tell my story in a little Mm -hmm. more succinct way with video to really help pinpoint what it is that I'm saying that is, that makes people feel comfortable because that's really what it is, right? Mm -hmm. I resonate with you. I understand what you say. You're speaking my language, all those terms and how you do that. So let's get a little more into the some of the video forms. I mentioned things like camera angle and lighting and, you know, focus and all that stuff. Do you have a particular process that you use for that? I mean, is that a, is that a pretty standard thing for you that you, you said you mastered this. So is part of that mastery, the details of how to set things up? Yes. And I would say, I would argue that when it comes with a form of mastery, it also comes with a form of probably perfectionism as well. So what I do for myself, my personal things, and for, uh, you know, let's say a high-end corporate client would be different than what you should probably do in your house. You know, like, you know, I don't want to freak anybody out. Like you need to like, right now I'm on a DSLR, but to be honest with you, a lot of my social media stuff I do is not on the DSLR. I use this for like YouTube and stuff, but when it's just, you know, me spouting off 10 seconds of, of wisdom or whatever, I'll just, I'll just plop this bad boy up and and do it. You know, yeah. you know, there are certain things, obviously you got to be aware of like headroom and, you know, the noise in the room, you want to make sure there's no construction next door, that sort of thing. Or, you know, your, your kids screaming cuss words in the background. But other than that, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, the barrier to entry, is that the right term? Yes. 
is pretty low these days. But awesome. That's awesome in a way. You know what I mean? Whereas 10 years ago, you had to fork over five grand just to record a video. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. My son has a Nikon something DSLR. I've got an old Canon that's still film, right? It's not, uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's not digital. It's actual film still. And that, that still takes some of the best pictures ever. But mm-hmm. my son has a Nikon, similar, similar DSLR option. It's all digital. So I could easily go into the closet because he's left it here, right? He's not, he's off on his own and he's left his camera. I'm like, that just made me think, well, what the heck? I could go take that camera and start using Mm -hmm. it in my, uh, in my videos. But -hmm. even so I've got a little, you know, camera that's, you know, that's a USB connected to my computer that does great. It's amazing. It's good. Thank you. I can change the, (laughs) you know, the, the uh, lighting on it. I can change all that. So In that sense, when you said perfectionist, that perfectionism is what allows you to be the master that you are and to things that are just automatic to you and you check off in your mind automatically without even thinking that, okay, lighting's here, sound is there, you know, at at this level or what acceptable or, or ideal or whatever, those things you automatically do. Are there any specific processes that you just do for everyone, no matter what video you're doing, do you, mm-hmm. do you have a, a very specific setup or is it different with each person? Well, I mean, first of all, you know, like anybody who's involved with this, you can nerd out on, on technology all day long, right? You can buy the best DSLR setup. And this is something I've, I've kind of been preaching for years is that, but if you don't get the pre-work done first, like if you make a film, make a commercial, pre-production is usually the longest. Four camera rolls, pre-production is usually the longest phase. Post-production can be long too, but mainly pre-production. It's just all the planning, you know, getting people lined up, making sure you have a script, making sure the script, you know, you go through several changes with the script. And even before you hit record, because you want to make sure you maximize the time on recording day. Because sometimes, you know, when recording a commercial, if it's a half a million dollar commercial, you don't want to burn any film. You don't want to waste time not knowing what you're going to say, you know? (laughs) So, you know, first of all, you know, the process involved for us is, is really just strategy. It's figuring out your personal branding, your voice, your, your story, your objectives, your goals, all that stuff, and really laying out a strategy to maximize what you're going to do on camera, you know? And then, you know, once you're on camera these days, you know, a lot of stuff that I'm starting to specialize in now is vertical video because that's just kind of where where it is right now, especially with organic. It's vertical video. I, I love YouTube as well. You can still do that in, you know, in horizontal view. But those vertical short form, minute or less, 30 seconds or less videos is where the most bang for your buck is now nowadays as far as getting eyeballs. Well, I gotta tell you, mischief makers, hang on, because on Friday. We are going to dive into some of these details. And I agree 100%. The strategy, the, the upfront work to get ready to do whatever it is you do is always takes the longest. It always is the most difficult and the time consuming. So yeah, we get to dive into those details. You ready to do that with me and in the next episode? Sure. Okay, hold on. If your mindset was shifted you were inspired to innovate, and you were spurred into action, don't just move on with your day. 
focus, my friend, and take a few minutes to visit ceomischiefmaker.com to learn more about the value that was shared with you today. Please act now and create some CEO mischief of your own. 